Hello and welcome to Bally Sports Miami Miked Up with me, Jeremy Taché, and I'm very happy to be introducing the first of a few episodes of Miami Miked Up for this week. So for those of you who do not know, we started our series with the Miami Marlins from Media Day interviews last week with an episode with Jazz Chisholm Jr. If you have not listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend going back and listening as Jazz is always an entertaining soundbite and has a lot of really interesting things to get into but now we have three episodes coming at you this week and we have three different interviews on today's episode so before we get to sandy alcantara tomorrow and a couple more marlins on thursday today you're going to hear from the skipper skip schumacher alongside two probably crucial bats for the Marlins this season. The new addition of Gene Segura and of course Avisael Garcia who's looking to come back and have a stronger year number two in Miami. We dove into last season with him. We dove into what Gene Segura expects from this club this year and of course Skip Schumacher and I covered all the proverbial bases, pun intended. Looking forward to you guys hearing all these interviews. We'll start with Skip Schumacher here on today's Miami Miked Up. And now on this episode of Miami Miked Up, we bring in the manager, the skipper, Skip Schumacher. It's great to have you as a repeat guest here on Miami Miked Up. It was wonderful talking a couple months ago. Thank you for taking a little bit of time here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. It's an exciting time. You know, it's spring training's right around the corner, so everyone's pumped. Yes, it is. And before we get into that, I do have to ask you, outside of work, outside of the Marlins, what is something recently that has brought you joy? Well, my kids, I have a 15 and 13 year old back home and, um, you know, I try to, I've been on the phone so much this off season, yeah. uh, you know, with the new job and getting to know the players and staff and minor league guys. So, uh, you know, going to the mountains and snowboarding or surfing with my son, getting the phone away um, yeah. and sitting on a chairlift with my daughter or surfing out in the water with my son is like getting that one-on-one time is, is pretty special. That's amazing. And, and to be able to kind of savor that during the off season before you get into the, the rigors of the regular season with the 162 game schedule. When we talk about the last couple of months, you have been, like you said, on the phone with players, learning everybody. What are some things you've learned about this team or some of your players over the last couple of months before now we head into spring training? Yeah, uh, they're motivated. Um, I think there's a lot of guys that were disappointed in how their year went last year, uh, maybe besides Sandy. Um, yeah, right. But, I, but even Sandy's disappointed that they didn't get to the playoffs. So um, I think there's guys that are, man, if I was just healthy or, you know, if I just, you know, tweak my mechanics a little bit, you know, certain things that, you know, but some of them are uncontrollable, but um, there's some guys that are really motivated to get back to, you know, try to get to, to be their best version of themselves uh, next year. And in those same couple of months, is there anything that you've learned about yourself as a manager before ever getting to the field? Are there things you've learned where you've gone, okay, this is an approach that I now want to bring to the ball club? Yeah, I think you learn as um, as as a player and and you know as a bench coach or first base coach of mm-hmm. like, you know, this is kind of how I would do things if given the chance. Um, now that it's real, um, I still feel like there's some things, there's some non-negotiables that you still hold true that still hold true, and um, I'm just very excited that I got to hire the staff or we got to hire the staff that we wanted, and right. they all said yes, and they're all available at the right time, and um, so I'm just excited that. I just felt like you have to be a really good hirer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. Yeah. You have to hire right um, because if you really want the culture that you're you're striving for. Well, you talked with me in our first interview about the concept of 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 boring baseball, quote unquote, being sort of patiently aggressive. 
that was with a roster that didn't have Luis Arias and Gene Segura, two guys who can do so much offensively and particularly just when it comes to putting the ball in play. So how excited are you to have both of those guys added to this lineup now? Yeah, when I'm in about boring baseball, it's just being fundamentally exactly. strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the excitement part is, you know, you have the AL batting champ uh, that now wears a, a Marlin uniform. Segura, who was in uh, the World Series last year, that understands that you know he kind of tasted that, and all he wants to do is get back. Um, and Johnny Cueto, I played with um, in 2014 and 15. Wow. Um, you know, and I faced uh, with his rookie year, um, and he's still doing what, his thing. What was the level of success there facing him during his rookie year? Who came actually, out the victor? I actually hit him. Hey, yeah, hey. I actually hit Johnny. All yeah. right. Yeah, um, and that was you know, during a rivalry with the Cardinals and right. the Reds, which was kind of fun during that period. But you know. Those the, some great games. the great thing was about Johnny and 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 Arias and um, and Segura was they never talked about their own personal stats. They were talking about like I just want to win, mm. um, and which is awesome to hear on the other side of the phone because you don't know what someone's about until you get them um, over the phone or one on one over dinner, whatever it is. And so um, that's what stuck out most about those three guys. And uh, so I was really excited really stood out to me when, when talking to Seguro, like his entire focus is just, I'm, a, I'm here to help the team win. Like I, I don't really care what my personal stats are. I don't really care wh what anything is as long as we're winning baseball games. And it, it comes down to sort of belief there as well, I think with some of these guys Well, think too. about what happened is Segura's moving from his position to third base. Arise is going from, for a lot of first base to second base and Jazz is middle infielder. Now he's going to center field. So mm -hmm. if those guys weren't about winning, you'd get tons of pushback and they'd be off of this thing. and. The, now all of a sudden the clubhouse is is divided and right. because you know you're screwing with me and my career instead you're getting i'll do whatever it helps you to win today that is huge that so is if huge. you can get that from everybody all 26 guys and up and down the 40-man roster we're in a good spot well one of the guys you just mentioned who's changing positions is jazz chisholm jr heading out into center field so um as a guy who played a lot of positions yourself what do you believe that adjustment will be like for him and and how do you think it ultimately impacts his game or, or does it not well defense is the easiest tool to get better at in my opinion because it takes hard work and you have to have high character makeup jazz checks those boxes he ha he's a hard-working kid you ask anybody over there the guy puts in his work um is there an adjustment period yeah probably i mean center field is not easy right people think oh just push him out to the outfield well that's you make an error out there that's two or three bases mm -hmm. right you make an error in the infield they stay at first base so mm. that's a really important position it's a leadership position because you have the you know the ability to move guys on your left and right um, you're moving them up and down. Um, so that's a leadership spot. And so now Jazz is in a premier position. Um, you have six weeks or so in spring training to figure it out. John Jay, if there's one guy, I would, I would have sent Jazz to John Jay if I didn't have John Jay as a coach. Wow. So that's how much I think wow. of John Jay. So I didn't know that at the time that Jazz is moving to center when I hired John Jay, but um, I'm excited that he's with uh, him every step of the way. Well, and that works out well because they also have a previous relationship. You know, the fact that they were together in the Diamondbacks organization, it just all sort of is, is in a good level of synchronicity. So when we, when we talk about all of these adjustments, you look at your pitching staff, you look at this new look lineup, you see a Cy Young winner leading you, you see a, a, a a young stud in jazz out in center field and an AL batting champ. What are your general expectations for your club as we head into spring training? Well, um, my expert, I'm not going to put a number of on course. wins of or course. like we're going to go. Um, I expect our team to go out and have a 
good chance to win every single day. Um, and I think when you walk into our clubhouse, either you're getting better or you're getting worse. It's up to you. So my expectation with the staff that we have that. is to make each guy better every single day. And it doesn't have to be these huge changes every single day. It's a grind. It's I get it. It's really hard. Um, but I do believe that you can move the needle a little bit every day. And that's the expectation. The wins and losses, you know, we'll find out as the season goes. Um, right. But I do like our chances with what our rotation looks like. Um, Kim and her staff, the front office, did a really good job of, of um, helping our lineup out. And um, so we stay healthy. We'll be okay. All right. A few rapid fire questions for you before I let you go. Uh, LeBron James just wrote, broke the all-time NBA scoring record. So I'm going to ask you between these two records, LeBron James all-time NBA scoring record or Barry Bonds all-time home run record, which is less likely to be broken? Barry Bonds home run record. Impossible, yeah. right? Well, I don't know if it's impossible. Yeah, you know, I never thought it would, uh, you know, LeBron, you have to play 20 years longevity, right? You have to play 20 plus seasons of being really, really good every year. Um, and same with Barry, you have to have like, you have to be really good for a long time. Right. Like Aaron Judge has a chance maybe, but right. I mean, it's so hard, and especially with like the pitching, different matchups and um, the way the bullpens are utilized nowadays. I just, that's a record that'd be tough to be broke. It's funny, the only guy where I've asked this question uh, who has answered saying like LeBron's record is less likely has been Lazardo, and I think it's because he's a pitcher. He's not the guy actually having to face today's pitching and going, I'm there not gonna get go. 760 yeah. home runs. There you go. What is your favorite baseball sound? Oh, the crack of the bat. Okay. Yeah. Favorite baseball smell? Uh, foul ball, smell of the bat. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Okay, and we're going to wrap this up here with a game of rock, paper, scissors. Now, originally the plan that I told all of your players this was that I was going to say if I go over 500 against your team in rock, paper, scissors, that I get a tryout uh, to throw a bullpen for Mel so that he can see the type of stuff okay. I have. Uh, unfortunately, I'm 4-7. and seven. So okay. this is not going so okay. well, but okay. we're still going to play anyway, right. even if I can't get that. So we're going to go rock, paper, scissors, we'll throw on shoot. Are you ready for rock, it? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah, so okay. rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Got it. Are you ready for it? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And Skip wins. <laughs> well, four and eight. Skip wins. Rock beats scissors. Skip Schumacher, thank you for joining me on Miami Mike. All Dub. right, thanks for having me. And now, Avi Garcia joins me on this episode of Miami Miked Up. Avi, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, first question for you, before we get to baseball, what's something recently off the field, outside of work, that's brought you joy, made you happy? I think um, be with my family. I think that's, that's what I do in all, all off season because, you know, when, we, when, we, when we're playing, we don't have, like, a lot of time to, to be with them, so... In the offseason, I'm trying to always, you know, um, wake up early, take them to school, pick them up, um, <laughs> let's get some ice cream, <laughs> let's let's see a movie. You know, that's 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 my life. That's I'm I'm a dad. I'm a, I'm, I'm a dad, so I'm always trying to be with my kids the whole time. That's amazing. How old are your kids? Uh, nine and five. So what are they getting up to? What are their biggest interests? What do well, they like they, out, they, outside they, of school? They, they like to run a lot. They like to they like to play free free tag. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, they like to hide. You know, they, they make me count and, and <laughs> yeah, so hide and seek, hide, hide and seek, hide and seek. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's oh, what that's make fun. me happy. That's what they make them happy. So I'm happy with that. Well, that's awesome. I know this off season was full of a lot of work as well. You just said before we we started. You know, a lot of time in the gym. Let's talk about last season, right? You come to Miami. It's your first year in Miami. Obviously, you didn't have the success that I know you wanted to. What was the biggest thing that you learned from last year? 
I think um, everybody makes mistakes. You know, um, I didn't I didn't do like my uh, my diet like like I have to, I have to do it. You know, um, but I mean that's a mistake from last year. I'm not, I'm not gonna do it again for sure because I mean when I'm when I'm when I'm in my in my best is when I'm skinny mm. and. And that's that's when that's when I play I play really good. So you you think for you when you talk about like what you worked on this off season, you think most of the preparation really just comes more from from your actual physical workouts, right? Like it comes more from that, or is there a adjustment at the plate that that you focused the most on this off season? Yeah, I think most most come from from to be like to be prepared with my body because I think when you like like this year I work I work super hard the whole se- the whole whole season, and I know I feel confident. I believe in myself for sure, and I know I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have a, a really good year, you know. So because I know I work, I, I did I did what I what I supposed to do. I control what I can control. So my diet, working out. So the rest is the rest. But if I, if I control all of that, I think it's gonna be a successful system. That's the biggest thing is is the control what you can control in a sport like this with so many ups and downs. So for you as a player, what would you say? You know, disregard last year. What would you say is your biggest strength as a player? As a baseball player. Well, for me, I think um, I can do I can do a lot of things in the baseball field. You know, I can run. I can I can play defense. I can I can hit a homer. I can I can hit for um, average. So if I work, if I do the little things, I think I can help the team. I I, I can help the team win because I know because happens to me when I play in Milwaukee, in Tampa, in Chicago. When I'm good and I and I'm prepared. Um, I think um, I, I do I do good for my team. And when you look at this offseason, are, are there any players who you spend any time working out with? Are there guys on the team who you bonded with this offseason? Yeah, what, sure. what was this like? Uh, I work out with Soler a lot. I mean, the whole offseason we've been together. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to get to talk to him. So what's that been like? How's he looking? How's he yeah, feeling? He, he's, he's feeling great. I think we're ready. We're ready to go. Uh, we want to win for sure. Um, this is all about, you know, we want to win. We want to... Uh, have a great season, but we want to win. So we, we, uh, for my goal and his goal, I'm 100% that we want to win a championship in Miami. I love so we, that. We're working. Uh, we prepare ourselves to to be the best we can be and and help the team win. So let's talk then about this team and this roster. Now you know with two of you coming back strong, with Jazz hopefully for a full season. You talk about the additions of Segura and Arias. This offense should be you know, much stronger than it was for a good portion of last season. What do you see across this roster? Why do you think that this offense in particular can succeed? Well, um, I think we have everything. I think we have um, we have Arraes, we have Jazz, um, we have uh, Segura. All those guys can get on base. All those guys are going to see a lot of pitches. It's going to see, I mean, not easy, but just a little bit easier for us. You know what I mean? Because we're gonna see a lot of pitches, and 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 they're gonna get on base. They can run, you know. So I think those things help the team win. So I think we 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 have a great team, a strong team, and 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 it's gonna be a fun year for sure. I love that. I'm I'm excited to watch it. Me when too. You, wait, <laughs> I can tell. I can really honestly like legit. I don't feel like any of this that you're giving me now has anything to do with any of these cameras being on. It feels authentic that right now you really believe in this team and. You know, do you think that that in some ways last year, you know, we talk about you know, Jazz got hurt, Solaire got hurt, you had what was going on with you, you had Stalling struggle because it was his first season. Do you think that last year in some ways was just an aberration? Like you expect all these guys to get better, right? Yeah, for sure. I think you know every team need to have a process. 
you know what I mean? So to get to the top, you need to be in a process. So last year was a okay year for everybody because a lot of people got hurt and people struggling. It's not easy, you know. You just gotta, you just gotta keep working, see what what happened to you, what you did wrong, and to to and then for next year and the all season you gotta get better for sure if you want to. And that's what we did. I think everybody's working hard. Everybody as a group, and and I think I think this this group is 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 gonna be fun, man, for sure, 100%. You got a new uh, skipper in Skip Schumacher, a new manager. Um, have you gotten to know Skip at all? I know obviously we're still headed to spring training. That's where a lot of the bonding is going to happen. But have you guys spoken? And if so, you know what about this offseason? Yeah, I think uh, we we met we met uh, here in Miami. We 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 have dinner together and we talk about the team. Mm -hmm. and that was right. That was right when he got hired. Right. Yeah, that was yeah, right early yeah, on. Yeah. So we talk you about, told me about we that. talk about a little bit everything and and everybody's in the same page. Everybody wants to win. Everybody. Everybody's preparing themselves for to have a great season. I know I'm excited to see it when we talk about um, the starting rotation. Obviously, that has been the strength of this team. It was the strength last year, and it's anchored by Sandy Alcantara. Yeah. Regardless of anything going on personally last year, how fun was it to watch him every fifth day? And you were a huge part of what was maybe his signature win of the year when you hit the homer in St. Louis to give him the lead, and then he's telling Donnie, don't get anywhere near me as Donnie's coming out. How fun was it to watch it was Sandy fun. Alcantara? I knew, I knew something special would happen to him because I know how, how hard he works mm. and how good he is. And I told him, be in a spin training, I told him, you're gonna win the Sion. And when you win the Sion, you gotta pay me $10,000. did that happen? <laughs> I don't think that happened. No, no, but you know what I mean? But just yeah. believe me, I know. Right. I've, been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been in the game for, for a little bit. Seen enough guys. So I know, I, I saw Chelsea, I saw Berlander, I saw all those pitches when back in Detroit 2012. You know, yeah. so Sandy has same, even better. But when I saw his stuff, the way he works, and the way he compete, I say, you're going to win the Sion. Just watch. Just keep playing and do your thing. You're going to win the Sion. And boom, Sion wins. There it is. Yeah, he did. All right. So we got a prediction there. Well, all right. So then can we get, are there any sort of predictions about this team? Are there any players where you're thinking, hey, you know, Jazz is going to do this, or Soler is going to do that, no, or Sandy's going to follow this up? The only thing is, we're, it's going to be fun year, and, we wanna, and we're going to win. We're going to win. I, I like to hear that. All right, let me get a couple of uh, rapid-fire things in here with you before we get okay. going. Do you have a favorite TV show? I don't watch a lot of TV. What do you, what do, you do with your free time other than work out and play baseball? Um, uh, running with my kids. Okay. Uh, I'm telling you, when I got home, I'm always playing with my kids. <laughs> they got you, they got All, you yes, busy. Yes, always. When not, when... when when I'm not playing with the kids, I like to relax and, yeah. and talk to my wife, mm. um, call my mom, yeah. uh, see if you need something in the house, fix or, you know, things like that. I like it. I like it. And then we're going to wrap up here. Uh, I'm playing rock, paper, scissors okay. against every single guy on the team. Okay. Right now I'm 0 for 2. Okay. But we're going to play. We're going to go rock, paper, scissors. We're going to throw on shoot. Okay. Okay. So ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, I win. You Paper covers rock. I finally <laughs> won one. Beat Avi Garcia. Avi Garcia, thank you so much for joining thank me you. today on Miami Mike. I appreciate Mike it, up. man. Thank you so much. Gene Segura joins me on this episode of Miami Mike'd Up. Welcome to Miami. Um, it's great to have you here. And my first question for you, Gene, is what is something recently outside of baseball, off the field, that has brought you joy? I mean, I play domino. Um, I like to take my kids uh, to school picking them up, um, 
bringing them to play a little bit of soccer, baseball, uh, going to beaches and having fun with the family. Um, that's the, that's all I do um, outside the baseball field. That all sounds like good stuff to be down here in Miami then, especially, I mean, you're starting with dominoes. That's like the first thing that you could do when you're living in Miami. What's the adjustment been like, you know, being down here, being a part of the Marlins now, obviously since making the decision to be here in Miami, what what was your biggest reason for wanting to join the Marlins? Um, Bigger reason to join the Marlins is to win. You know, I have such a, uh, we got such a great talent here in that locker room, uh, really good. Uh, rotation. I start with Sandy Cabrera and, and bring some some guys that, that, that can pull the board and play a lot, like myself, uh, Luis. Um, we got a lot of chance, you know. And uh, to be honest, like Miami is always one of those things that I was really want to play because the culture and the Dominicans, uh, Venezuela yeah. and Cuban, uh, even American too. People from every country come to Miami, so. I take the decision, and uh, actually, is, that's probably the best decision I made in my, in my career so far. Well, we know those those heritage nights here at the ballpark are always really fun when we've got everybody from all those different countries coming here and representing. And you'll have an opportunity to represent your country in the World Baseball Classic down here. How excited are you for that? I know you've already been in the World Baseball Classic, so how excited are you for that opportunity once again? I mean, it's it's, uh, it's a bless. I think uh, those players that always had a uh, uh, the opportunity to represent your country that's blessed. I mean, we're going to represent uh, 12 million people, and in the DR, they're going to see it, they're going to watch you, they're going to support you. Um, I've been in the World Series last year. Um, sorry for mentioning that. Uh, but, no, don't, you know, don't I be just, sorry that you I mentioned just, it, yeah, of course. Yeah, I just want to wanna, uh, give you some examples that, that going to the World Classes, it compared to the World Series, I think for me, the World Class is more better. Really? It's more important because at the end of the day, okay, everybody played the game to win a World Series ring, but when you got 12, 13 million people that watch you, they give you the support, they're waiting for you to do some, to have success in the baseball field, for me, it, it, it makes me feel much better because, I mean, it's more people there watching you. It's more people, you know, maybe praying for you to do good in the baseball field than they do up here. You know, here it's the stadium only get, you know, 45, 46 people, you know, different series. But when you're here, you know, represent uh, your country, I'm telling you, like, no line. And literally, yeah. Gene Segura yeah. has goosebumps as we're having <laughs> yeah, this conversation. I mean, truly. There's no line. Don't lie. I mean, it's nothing better than that. I can't wait. I, I was here uh, for the game last time around. It was, I believe it was the DR against the United States with the big comeback. Big was comeback. that against the United States? Yeah. That was an unbelievable atmosphere. So, like, mm-hmm. when, when you're playing in, in, in the World Baseball Classic, how much does that feel almost like, you know, like the Caribbean Series or anything like that? Like, how... How does that energy sort of fuel you, and how can you take that and channel that and bring it to your full regular season after the fact? I mean, we all superstar. Whatever, you know, those 28, 25s, whatever people that made that team, they all superstar. And they all gonna gonna have opportunity to play at least one game. And you never know, I mean, you hit one big child there, and the fans or people in the yard gonna remember you forever. Yep. And, uh, to me, it's every four years. That tournament's only, you know, every four years. Probably you got only one or two time to make that team. I'll tell you how hard it is to be in the world of the classic. But for us, it's just having fun, you know. You not many see that, so many, you know, 
Latin guys, so many Dominican guys, American, all together, friends, you know, from different team, all together in one room for a week and a half or two weeks. I mean, just, it's a blast. For me, it's a blast, and I, you have to enjoy it. And the more you enjoy the game, the more success you're gonna have, because this game is hard. When you're looking at, at your own game here, what would you say is your biggest strength as a baseball player? I think just put the ball in contact. That's my biggest strength, put the ball in contact. Um, I don't really um, look on to do uh, big damage in the game. Mm. You know, I, I'm trying to do my thing, you know, keep it easy, don't think about it too much, play the game the right way, uh, teaching my teammates to play the game the right way. It doesn't matter how many years you have in the game, it doesn't matter how your number is going to be in the scoreboard. This game is all about winning and losses. So for me, I don't care if you hit 340, 350, and we're losing every day. I mean, it's nothing. I mean, you, you care about your personal stuff instead of care about winning the baseball game. If you care about the winning baseball game, and the end of the year, your number is going to be there. But you have to create yep. that mentality to win a baseball game. We're in the major league. We're not in the triple A, double A to the ball, man. There's no more league after this one. <laughs> right? Right, that's so, true. It's no more league. It's all about winning. How you come How you come to the ballpark, get ready to play, help your ball club to win a baseball game. Just winning and losses. Well, as you show up, right, you're a guy who has that success, who's been to a World Series, who's played in these big moments in the World Baseball Classic. You're showing up on a team where there's not a ton of guys with that playoff level experience. A lot of guys who have had some individual success, but not necessarily that playoff experience. So as a leader, what type of stuff are you trying to instill in your teammates as you show up here to Miami? What I mean, type of examples? I mean, I, I, my, my type and simple that I can bring to my teammate is just to be professional, you know? To be professional, respect your teammate. Um, it doesn't have to have a 10-year veteran, 12, 13. I can respect you even if you have two months in the game, you know? And I want, I want the rookies, I want everybody to feel free, to feel like the, the, our clubhouse, our stadium, it's your house. It's your home. It doesn't matter, like, you know, how many years you have in the game. I want them to feel free, they, they laugh, they feel them to feel free, they do whatever they want, respectful, you know? Yeah, of course. But, you know, I want them to be good every single day. But, you know, be on time. Um, if you hurt, come early to see if you be able to play the game. Respect your teammates, respect the guy that's out there in the mouth mm. every single day, grinding, respect the guy that's out there playing every day with issue. So if you see those guys playing every day and show up early and be on time, so as a rookie, you know you have to be early in those guys. So for me, I don't really uh, want to bring, you know, much stress with the guys, you know, especially I got a lot of time in the game. Um, I don't really, um, want to the rookie to feel uh, afraid to do things and the clubhouse, it's your house too. And uh, at the end of the day, it's just all about the family. It's all about how, how we're gonna grow up as a team, how we're gonna grow up as a player, how we're gonna grow up as a person first. Because, I mean, you can be a great baseball player for many years to come. But when you get out of baseball and you respect the word a bit, Nobody gonna remember you, nobody. So I know this guy was great, but it was a bad, it was a bad teammate. So I wanna, uh, first of all, for me, I just wanna get uh, a good teammate first and after a good baseball player because at the end of the day, 
I'm gonna spend more time with my teammates they want to spend with my family well that's the big thing right 162 games a, a nine month 10 month essentially grind of being together all the time so being a good teammate comes first is there is there a guy on this team that you're most excited to play with or a group of guys you're most excited to play with uh i think sandy and jazz yeah yeah jazz is one of those uh excited uh players that everybody knows you know how jazz it is how he play you know how he dressing how fancy it is. Yeah. Uh, he enjoyed the game. He enjoyed, you know, being fancy a little bit. But, you know, that's jazz. And I'm, I'm really, really excited to see uh, what does what it feel like play with him, uh, be in the same locker room, uh, learn too, because uh, jazz, is, he still got a lot, of, a lot of, you know, a lot of ways to go. He got a lot of gear to go. Um, that's going to be my number 12, uh, 11 year in, in the game. Right. Uh, Man, the time goes quick, and uh, when I see uh, guys like Jazz that have the ability to play the game uh, well like that, I mean, it's a bless. And uh, I just really want him to help him um, to get better, you know, even with his style, the way he play, uh, they understand how, you know, how important it is to be, to be uh, a really, uh, you know, re he's a really, really good baseball player, but how to be better or greatest, you know, Sometimes um, that's the way it is, and uh, for me, I just here to help, here uh, to you know contribute to Miami Marlins, and our team is gonna be really good. Well, it sounds like you have really high expectations for for what all of these different guys can do, whether that's Jazz, who's making the move out to center field, or any of these guys to succeed. So when you look at this team, you look at that rotation led by Sandy, you look at a lineup anchored by you and Arias and Jazz and Soler and Garcia and all these guys, what are your general expectations for this team as, you know, we, we move forward into this season? My general expectation is win baseball games. Uh, the many Baseball, when we win, we're going to get to the playoff. And as soon as we get to the playoff, whatever can win, take off. It's all about momentum. As soon as you get to the playoff, if your momentum is going to your size, watch out. Well, and you have the perfect example exactly. of that with the Phillies last exactly. year. Exactly. Nobody winning the underdog in every series. And look what? We almost beat the Houston Astros. But we feel like in the, after they throw the no-hitter, uh, the momentum thing to Houston and said I keep the momentum to us. So it just give you samples then playoff run and just sort of about the momentum. Don't let those people it's like what King says another day, like don't let nobody tell you what you can't do, you know? Uh -huh. It's like that's a bit of simple, like nobody get out and tell also like, oh the money my the Miami Marley's not going nowhere. Hell no. I love it. We're, We're going to win baseball game. And our mentality is going to be to win baseball. And our mentality is go to the playoff and, and look at us to, to do diamonds in, in the World Series in the playoff. Why not? Why not us? We are major leaguers, too. You know? I don't care how much money you get. I don't care how big you are. I don't care how, how many success you have in the past. That's a baseball game. And baseball game is different than any sport. I couldn't agree more, and I'm excited to watch this team with that mentality as we go forward into the season. I'm wrapping up every single interview the same way. I'm playing rock, paper, scissors against every single player. Sandy okay. just beat me. He made a whole big deal out all of it. Right. I'm three and three so far, so what we're going to okay. do is we're going to go rock, paper, scissors, right. and on shoot. All right? Okay. You ready? We're just going to – just one. Just one? Just, well, if we tie, we go again. All right. Okay, ready? One, rock, two. paper, scissors, shoot. 
Oh, I win. Uh, All right. You win Scissors me. beats paper. And Sandy cannot <laughs> accuse me of cheating again. Sandy can't accuse me of cheating. Gene Segura, thanks so much, man, for joining All me right, online. Thank you. Up. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Bally Sports Florida's Miami Mic'd Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And a special thank you to our national sponsor in Southeast Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealers or toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places.